Hey team, welcome back to the CFD Coaches Podcast. Today's episode is focused on effectively coaching members as they make their way through our classes. We're going to discuss a topic that is really important and a bit of a glass shattering realization for some of us. I'm going to challenge everyone here to do some self-reflection so that the next time you are leading class, you can ask yourself this question. Am I instructing someone right now or am I just making noise? Coaching versus cheerleading is a fun thing to throw up on social media. It's also a go-to catchphrase for a lot of gyms and coaches. When they're advertising or when they're telling someone about their service, they might say something like, our gym doesn't cheerlead, we coach, which sounds awesome. But then people will ask, well, what makes your gym special? There's a lot of gyms that kind of do what we do, group fitness, CrossFit, that kind of stuff. So what makes your gym special? This one seems easy and a lot of people light up to answer this one and they say, oh, our coaching is great and our community is awesome. Well, that's cool because apparently so is everyone else's because that's exactly what their members, their coaches and their staff are saying. It's exactly the same as everyone else. Of course, the coaching is great. Of Of course, the community is amazing. If it weren't, What would they be doing? If you couldn't say those things, what are we talking about? So how do we as a business, as a gym, as a coaching staff specifically, how do we differentiate ourselves? It's actually not that difficult. We just have to be willing to go a little extra for our people every single day. We've built a culture around not being afraid to do the things that matter. So let's make this happen in this avenue of service as well. So I'm going to follow this up with a couple examples and questions. So how to tell if I'm coaching someone or if I'm just making noise. First examples are going to be good examples of coaching someone. Here we go. Jay, next squat is two inches lower. Almost. Deeper. Yes. Great job getting lower, Jake. Next example. Susie, good job getting those elbows around fast. I really like the speed on those elbows. Aaron. Hips back when you catch. Like like this. My hips move back. Yes. Good job moving the hips back. Those are all examples of coaching someone. You're probably already marinating on a couple of things that were common in all of those examples. We'll come back to that. Here are examples of noise. Great job, team. Good. Three, two, one. Nice. All of those were examples of empty noise. Every one of them. It was me making noise because I felt like I needed to. There was a silence and it felt good to fill that silence. But I will tell you this. Filling silence with noise is just like turning the music up louder and wondering why no one can hear you explain the warm up. And even worse, turning up the music and being pissed that no one can hear you. If we are constantly making noise, it is very difficult for the clients to understand when we're saying something important. If the majority of the time we are saying something important, in this instance, coaching an individual, they will be more apt to listen and what we say will carry harder. So let's talk about some steps so that we can get more into coaching and less of just making noise. 
All we're going to focus on today is being able to answer these three questions. Every time I go to speak, I want to be able to answer these three questions. Did I say a name? Did I identify a body part? And did I give that body part a direction that I need it to move in? If you check yes to all three of these things, you will be winning. And if every time you coach, you are checking these boxes, people will listen more. So let's go back to our previous examples and make sure that we can identify those things. Let's talk about Jake and his high squat. Jake, I said his name. I now have his attention. He knows I'm talking to him. Next squat is two inches lower. While I didn't identify a body part, I gave him a very clear objective. Squat needs to be lower. I told him almost because he didn't get there. I asked him again to go deeper. And when he got there, I praised him. I stuck around long enough to make sure that my cue did something. And then I praised him and I told him why I was praising him. Great job getting lower Jake. And I made sure he knew that I'm talking to him. Aaron, hips back when you catch. Name, body part, direction. Simple. If you follow that formula, you are going to crush and the best part is you don't even have to be right next to that person. If you're on the other side of the room and you see a fault that you can correct, name, body part, direction, they are, if they can hear you because they're listening, because you're constantly giving good advice and things that are important, they're going to hear you and they're going to move and they're going to react. And then you're winning. So as long as... As you're always saying things that are important, people will listen. If you fill the room with a lot of excess noise, and I'm not talking about the occasional joke, that's fine. Absolutely. Express your personality. But if you speak really quickly in long run on sentences and you throw a joke in there every once in a while, nobody ever knows if you're actually coaching them or just speaking. Right? Be precise with what you're saying. Make it very clear when you're just having a good time with people and when you're in work mode and when you're coaching them. An important thing to remember here is that if an athlete is not moving the way that you want them to, that's on you. It is your job to make them move the way you need them to. They are not an a-hole. They are not being rebellious. If they don't move the way you want them to, if you didn't establish what exactly it is that you need from them, if you tried a couple cues or if you tried the same cue, excuse me, over and over and it didn't work, you got to pivot. You got to find something else. Because it is not their job to know what to do. It's yours to tell them what to do so that they can move safely. But that's why our assessment process holds so much value. We need to know if they can do the things we're asking. And if they can't, we need, them to, we need to provide them the right opportunities to move in a way that supports their function as a human and reaches our intended stimulus. So if telling someone to squat lower is physically impossible for them, and we aren't making a modification or asking those questions and we think they're just being an asshole and not wanting to squat lower, that's on us. We gotta figure out, yo, are your hips able to do what I'm asking you to? Do you have the requisite ankle flexibility? And if not, they're still a good person. You just gotta pivot, have them lunge, have them step up, have them do something else to get them whatever they need from that workout and whatever they need as a whole person for their function. So I'll close with the alternative to a correction, which is all we've talked about so far. There's been a little praise, but all we've offered a lot of corrections. When you praise an athlete, this is just as important. Sometimes an athlete is going to do something that you really like and you need to tell them. But 
You also need to be able to tell them what you liked. If you tell someone good job, you need to be immediately able to tell them what it was that they did that was so good. Because if they ask you and you don't have an answer, not a good look. So making sure that if you praise an athlete, you tell them exactly what they did well. If you really like the speed at which they were elbow, their elbows were moving, tell them, hey, I really like those fast elbows. And every time they do it now, they're going to want to move those elbows quickly because they know that's what's supposed to happen and they know that they're going to get some praise from you and that goes a really long way. <sighs> Until next time, my friends, thanks for taking the time to listen and level up your coaching. I will see you all in the gym. I look forward to seeing you all apply these concepts and ask yourself these questions. It's going to be a little tough in the beginning. Make sure that we are saying and doing effective things and not just making noise. It's going to be great, my friends. Good luck. I'll see you in the gym.